I think it's only fitting that for today's episode, my advertising partner is Nellie Wood. Aside from being a great college football player in his own right, Nellie Wood is a premium custom fabricator for both residential and commercial projects. At the heart and soul of Nellie Wood is the idea of giving you a breath of inspiration and excitement every single time you walk into your house or when a potential customer comes into your business. His works are built to be sublime, something in the background that makes you feel better about where you are. He can work large-scale, full-theme projects such as moments when you walk into a vineyard and smoothie bars, but can also customize pieces to fit your house and your unique needs. I have Nelly Wood in my house. I use one of his pieces as a background for many of my favorite family social media posts. He has also made me fantastic gifts that I give it on the holidays for people that I want to let them know they are something special. It's, it's ideas outside of the box. Do yourself a favor and check out some Nelly Wood for yourself and upgrade your game. We're gonna dive right into episode number two. This is cheat sheet two, positions and strategy. And it's important. If you don't understand positions, you're gonna get trapped doing a rookie mistake, watching where the ball is. And more than half the game is about what's happening away from the ball. That's where all the action is at. And I would hate for you guys to get into it and miss that unique part of this game. The other part is if you have a athlete that you're watching, be it a, a son or a boyfriend or one of your friends, and you don't understand their position, you don't really know what's going on. So I want to get you guys some insight on what these positions really are about. Now, it might not seem fair, like a good term, but typically players will be broken down into two positions or two sorts of terms. There are linemen and then there are skills. And it's sort of a misnomer as linemen are very technically skilled, but it's just not the name. And I can assure you the linemen are by no means offended by this. Linemen are happy to be the tough guys. They're affectionately named meatheads, big guys, or guys in the trenches. Linemen spend a lot of their time in practices grinding and working on brutal practices, perfecting techniques and tough guy ideas like blocking and pounding and overpowering the opposition. Skill guys are gonna spend their practice time a little bit different. They're gonna work on perfecting technical skills like routes, footwork drills, improving their ability to catch the ball, their speed, their head positioning, and technical decision-making ideas. They'll spend about half their day in strategy sessions and perfecting routes and plays. I'm gonna start out with offensive positions and I'm gonna go right with the big guys, the linemen, the unsung heroes who may spend their entire career never touching the actual football and yet are the critical components of any football team. Football teams will win and lose on the backs of their linemen. Because they aren't the ones doing the actual scoring, they tend to remain in the shadows, but this sport was built for them. It's the battleground. The offensive linemen set the wall to allow the quarterback a few precious seconds and make good pass, and they also set up the lanes and lines for the running backs to find the hold and explode through. If the offensive linemen are having a good day, the offense as a whole will have an easy time of it. If the offensive linemen are struggling, well, so is the team. I often hear parents in my clinic tell me their kid doesn't have a crucial position because they don't hear their name or the loudspeaker. However, the linemen have their own group persona. They don't care. More than any other position, they emphasize team over individuality, and they are often the heart and soul of the team. There are three named positions for the offensive linemen. The center, aptly named as he is in the middle. This player snaps the ball to the quarterback each play. 
In my opinion, this is one of the most significant changes in the sport of football in the last 20 years as the center position has changed radically. Aside from having to have a perfect snap every play, the centers are often uncovered by a defensive player, and their role is to get down the field a few yards and trap on linebackers. It sets up a second-tier wall, allowing a running back to gain these extra yards each play, often blindsiding the poor linebacker in the process. You want to watch the center. There's a lot of action that happens here. Next is the guard. On each side of the center is a guard. The guard's primary responsibility is to protect the quarterback during passing plays, allowing the play more time to develop. But on running plays is where the guards really shine. They will not simply drive forward, but will pull out to a side. And a pulling guard is dangerous. A big dude with a head of steam is like a Mack truck coming your way. A good running back will follow closely behind, allowing the guard to pave the way for success in yards. The tackle. Outside of the guards are the tackles. Tackles don't tackle, they stop people from attacking. These are the, typically the biggest guys in the game. They are essential for an offensive team because their position requires them to protect the quarterback from the most dangerous player on the defense. They have to be the biggest and typically the strongest with exceptional footwork because they're taking on a strong, determined defensive player that was given the task of getting to the quarterback. They often have to move laterally and even backwards. It's an incredibly technical position, and aside from the quarterback, in the NFL, the tackle is usually the second highest paid player on the team. Now we get to the skilled positions, the quarterback. The captain of the ship is a quarterback. The player will have the ball every single play. They're either gonna hand it off to a running back, keep it themselves and try to scramble, or drop back and set up the pass. They are the strategists. They are the playmakers. The quarterback must have crazy athleticism and a quick processing brain, as there's constantly decision-making being done. It is both the most crucial position and the most pressure felt. Because the quarterbacks are the coaches on the field, and they have a tremendous amount to do with wins and losses. It's much like a pitcher in baseball. A lot of the success of the team comes down to the quarterback's performance. Next is the running back. This player is usually set up very near the quarterback. As the name would imply, the ball is often handed off to them for a run or thrown to them with a short pass. They are doing a lot of running with the ball. They're highly skilled and typically some of the strongest and fastest players on the team. They have to have the ability to hold onto the ball well and not be knocked down easily. They also have a vital role in blocking on pass plays because they're built to pick up anyone else that might get through. The running back is a position you want to know because offenses will show multiple setups. For example, you will most likely be able to tell if the next play is a running play or a passing play based on how the running back is set up by noticing where multiple running backs are in the same formation. And because of this, coaches often shift running backs around as part of the strategy and the trickery. Now, my brother-in-law, Nelly, would never let me get away with leaving it like that. There are typically two types of running backs, the classic style running back or H-back and the fullback. The fullback, much like the classic style tight end, is starting to be more of a rare position. These are typically big athletic guys that have the job of getting ahead of steam and creating devastating blocks. They create giant holes and gaps and are utilized when the team needs to get that extra yard, either for a first down or for the touchdown. Many teams will also sneak a fullback out for a pass and a pinch, surprising the defense, which oftentimes has left him unaccounted for and uncovered. Moving on to the receivers. These are the players that are typically split out away from the linemen. They are either on the line of scrimmage or just a step off of it. Typically, they are the players with great hands, catching the ball while moving and have tremendous speed. An excellent wide receiver can change an entire game. 
Another unique aspect of the receiver is that he frequently, the coaches will set up a play to get the receivers in a one-on-one battle. If they notice the wide receiver has either speed, athleticism, a height, or another advantage over the player covering him. That's an opportunity that a promising quarterback or coach can exploit for a big play. Wide receivers may not get a lot of action in one game, but when they do, it is typically a crucial play with huge implications. A wide receiver that can block down the field is an underlooked skill at this position. For example, during a running play, if the running back gets to the next level, one good block from a wide receiver can turn a five-yard game into a 70-yard touchdown. Coaches see this, and they often choose wide receivers that put the team before themselves and will block. Your kid may be a receiver, may play a perfect game having not received the ball. This is a huge change in the game from a generation ago. Blocking receivers are a commodity. You may hear your kid talk about positions A, B, C, F, J, X, Y. These are specific wide receiver positions with particular roles. Their their letters just designate where on the field they line up. Every coach has different names for their receivers. Another offensive position is the tight end. And much like the center position, and blocking receivers have changed the face of football over the last 15 years, the tight end position has also changed tremendously. Like its namesake, the tight end used to be on the very end of the lineman, outside of a tackle. There was typically one of them, and they were used almost as an extra tackle, typically used to block during running plays. And indeed, still today, tight ends are often hybrid players, sometimes playing a wide receiver and sometimes playing like an extra lineman. The tight end is a huge part of how the formation is set up in football strategy. But more often in the modern game, you cannot distinguish a tight end from a wide receiver as the modern game has much more passing than our granddad's era. The modern tight end has a typical role of run 10 yards and do a jump ball for a first down. In many coaches' playbooks, the tight end is listed with the receivers, and it's a fantastic position. I'm also going to get to a couple special teams players that we're going to put on with the offensive side. The kicker. The kicker is primarily used as a scorer for field goals and extra points and has a considerable influence on the final score of the game, but also is often not given enough credit for trading field position. At the beginning of the game and after any score, the kicker is in charge of where the opposing team starts. Great field position equals great field success. As you move up the ranks through college and pros, the kickers and the next position, the punter, becomes very much more important. We're moving on to the punter. As I mentioned before, if the offense does not go for it on fourth down but instead wants to punt, this highly specialized player, typically only used for this particular situation, comes on the field. For a punter, it is all about field position. Give the defense the best chance to stop the opposing team by pushing the ball way back into their territory. They are superstars if a punter can repeatedly get the ball into the opposing team's 20-yard lines. If they can do this inside the 10-yard line consistently, well, you can make a career out of it. Good punters can get up to 50 yards and sometimes more with field position. Much like a lineman, they are the unsung heroes who don't get nearly the credit they deserve. As I mentioned many times, Football has incredibly skilled and specialized positions. Each position will practice only those skills that are needed for their success. In most practices, these different positions aren't even practiced together. They break out into individual groups. So it is infrequent for any player to play multiple positions. Someone that is a skilled tackle would not be a prime running back or a wide receiver. 
not only do they not have the same skills needed for that position, but they often don't have the ability or time to practice that position. At times, you'll see position changes among linemen, maybe moving from a guard to a tackle, and constantly running backs and wide receivers may have interchangeable roles because that's part of the strategy. Sometimes athletics are so good at the high school level, they may be a kicker and re wide receiver, but you don't see that at the high levels. Moving on to the defense. Again, we'll start with the linemen. The guys in the trenches on the defense are called the linemen. Your kid will typically tell you they are an offensive lineman or a defensive lineman. The defensive lineman's job is to create havoc. In the passing situation, they're trying to get to the quarterback before he can pass the ball. And if they tackle the quarterback while he still has the ball, that's called a sack. A sack for a defensive player is like a touchdown for an offensive player. It's a huge play with tremendous implications, and it is typically celebrated fantastically. A defensive lineman will also have some particular roles to play with positioning, often taking on two and even three players at a time to free up the players behind him to make the play. They are typically listed as a defensive tackle on the inside or as a defensive end on the outside. Some teams still run defensive nose guard as well, who plays directly across from the center. Linebackers, as the name implies, these are the players just behind the linemen. Just like the offense, there are many positions and different positions that defensive coaches will throw out there to confuse and trick the offensive teams. Sometimes there are two, three, and even four linebackers. These guys are typically bigger athletic guys who are also fast, and they run all over the field, and they're expected to make most of the tackles. It's an important position because they are the run stoppers on running plays and will drop back into pass coverage during passing plays. In conjunction with their linemen in front of them and with their defensive backs behind them, they will have set positions they are expected to be in during particular plays. One mistake as a linebacker can allow for a massive gain for the opposing team. Now defensive backs. Much like there are multiple wide receivers on the offense, the defensive backs also have numerous unique skill sets, yet they're collectively called D-backs or defensive backs. Defensive backs are typically divided into cornerbacks and safeties as two different groups. Cornerbacks are the widest playing defensive position on the team. They're on the corner. These players will often cover incredibly fast, capable wide receivers, and as I mentioned, a lot of times it's in a one-on-one -on -one fashion. Usually these are the fastest players on the team because their dependence on them is so strong. Aside from being able to cover fast players on a pass play, the importance of an excellent cornerback to set up a wall and either turn a running back inside or make a tackle in open space is a major determining factor for more playing time. Safeties. Matching up with the running backs on offense, typically there may be two and sometimes three safeties playing defense. Although their primary role is to stop passes and offer support for the cornerbacks, they have a huge role in stepping forward and stopping runs. Because they have no linemen in front of them, they often have some open space to get a huge head of steam and will offer devastating hits and tackles. It is a fantastic position because they have space, giving them an extra second. An extra time allows for sound decision making. The safety is responsible for a lot of the interceptions and game-changing plays that happen during a football game. Now special teams, let's get to some of these. Aside from the kicker and punter, there are some special players for special, specific plays. There's a special center called the long snapper. There's tailored linemen, gunners, holders. There's corner attack positions designed to block field goals. There's specialized return men and all kinds of different position setups, especially for the special teams. 
As I mentioned earlier, special teams is often the first intro into the game to get field time for your player. The kids playing special teams are the hungriest. They'll scrap for every inch. Special teams is unique, especially in the high school game, because it's often not the part of the game that coaches spend the most practice time on. These positions are incredibly critical, however, and as you work up the ranks of college and into the pros, these specialized positions become much more important and sought after. A good long snapper is an NFL career. A special punt returner may make millions. There you go. It's positions. The final one that we're going to go through for my hacking football is going to be a little strategy and special techniques to get you talking like a pro. It will be coming out soon. Well, there you go, guys. That is my wrap up on positions. Hopefully, this episode got you much more into the game than you've ever been before. Definitely, as far as the uh, blog version goes, this was the one that was the most popular. Do me a favor, please feel free to share this with everyone you know. I definitely spent a lot of time putting this one together, and I think this game is just complex to do. I'm a coach's kid. I heard my dad while growing up, people would stop him and say like, hey, coach, can you tell me a little bit about football? Like what, in five minutes? It just takes a little bit more than that, and hopefully this gets everyone up to speed. Share away, guys. I hope you enjoy it. Look forward to doing part three with you guys.